So welcome to uh, November's Reiki Reju. And as I was saying before the, the recording, I feel drawn to, to kind of come back to basics a little bit. And before we were chit-chatting a little bit about how we can often get into um, certain belief systems. And those belief systems can hold a lot of energy. Um, it's funny, actually, this morning I was just thinking there's there's a kind of process of of maturing um, that happens with us when we're really young. We kind of have this idea that our parents know everything. And I remember for me, it was probably about, I was probably about seven or eight when I realized that my parents literally had as much clue as I did about stuff. I was like, oh my God, they don't know what's going on either. Like nobody knows who's the adult. Who's, it was almost like this feeling of who's in charge. And around that time, I started getting very religious because I thought, well, if, if it's not my parents, then it must be God. So I used to take my, my, uh, my dad as an atheist. So he was horrified. I would take myself off to Sunday school because I thought, well, God must know. And then I was like that. I was really religious growing up, um, went to church, went to kind of like good, good youth club and read the Bible and all these kinds of things. And then uh, when I got to, to like senior school, I started getting really into biology and chemistry. And I was like, oh my God, no, there's, there's no God. There's just, it's just chemicals and there's just atoms. And (laughs) I went into another whole uh, psychology. And then eventually I kind of settled into the spiritual lifestyle. And I thought, no, there's, there is something might not be the God that I was worshiping when I was younger, or it didn't resonate so much for me anyway, that it was like that, but that there was a kind of, uh, a greater power or force or movement of energy. And and luckily, I guess for me, I, I found Reiki very early on and that fulfilled or filled a, a void. And I and I know for, for many of you, you, you kind of get what I'm saying. There's a, you just feel more held, more supported. Like there is a support mechanism or there is a, a fulfillment, a filling up that seems to to happen when we reiki ourselves, that we feel more complete, we feel more whole, we feel more at peace, more calm. And then the more we reiki, the more we feel more comfortable with ourselves. So there there seems to be a a kind of filling out uh, whereby we need to look less and less externally for our validation or for like who's in charge. But then it can move into, and, and I'm definitely guilty of this, of thinking, well, I'm in charge. Like I'm I'm the master of my destiny. And then we get really into the law of attraction and we get into goal setting and we get into all these other things. Now, again, not not dismissing any of these, like all of these, whether you whether you think that your your mum and dad are in charge or whether you think um, it's a it's a kind of religion or whether you think it's you or whatever it is. All of these um, modalities or philosophies or belief structures have a place. So I'm not saying there's no place for any of this, but then there's also um a certain fear that comes with that. Just say that's not true. You know, just say, actually, nobody's in charge. Like, just say, this is just some chaotic, (laughs) random, crazy unknown that we all sit with. And I think for most of us, if we really 
dip deeper, 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 deeper into why we're holding a lot of our belief systems, then we'll hit that core fear that actually there is no real purpose to our existence and there is no real goal and there is no real anything. And we were saying earlier that often in the beginning, we we, st- we start to come to that understanding when we keep hitting goals and then they don't fulfill. And then we try for other goals and they don't fulfill. So we start to realize that the goals themselves, the, the planning, the reaching, the grasping, the trying to attain certain things isn't really, it's kind of pointless as well because there is a, a lack of fulfillment that happens with that. So the reason why I'm talking about all that is because I do think that Reiki being universal life force has a really powerful um, element to play in helping us come to a recognition and also a settling of this universal life flow that we are part of. And I know I say this and I say this and all the rest of it, but there is still, I feel, and I know for me as well, that we can fall into this mythology that, oh, when I'm in life flow, then only the good things happen. So it's kind of like law of attraction. It's like we go into life flow and then I'm going to get everything I want. I'm going to get all, I'm going to get the big prize at the end. And uh, and that's not what I'm talking about. So if we, if we really um, come into the Reiki movement, it's to look at, as we fill up, is to really look at the challenges as well. Like what's difficult, what's painful, what's, you know, what, what's really going on. Um, I was chatting with a friend recently. I've had my second frozen shoulder in the last three years. So I had one in 2020 to 21, and now I've got another one, the other, the other shoulder. And she was really shocked. She was like, well, surely the Reiki will have fixed that for you. It's like, no biology and menopause but there is um there is that kind of mythology that persists right it's very pervasive and and people will think oh well i have reiki and if i do reiki then i won't get ill i'll be saved i shouldn't get cancer i shouldn't get frozen shoulders i shouldn't get pain and so if i do get all of that something's gone wrong and so all of this blah 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 is is really just to encourage you to be mindful of the underlying belief systems that are running that cause this kind of suffering. Because in a sense, if you think your Reiki's gone wrong or you're doing something wrong because you're you get ill or stressed or or your your life isn't going as smoothly as you would prefer, that doesn't mean anything's that you've done anything wrong. And if you if you carry that burden, that's another layer of suffering on top of the challenge you're already experiencing. So there's no there's no need for me with the pain I experienced with the frozen shoulder to then add another layer on top of that that goes something like, oh, my God, I can't be a very good Reiki practitioner because my Reiki isn't working because 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 that that's so unhelpful. And, and it just creates a whole other level of stress. Um, so you can go through the pain of a challenge or or the, the the challenge of the challenge without having to add the suffering, 
if that makes sense. Like there is a difference, mental suffering. I mean, pain is pain, but pain is manageable. Suffering over the pain makes the pain a lot worse. Um, So often when we come into our Reiki practice is to see if we can come into a relaxation without an agenda, because that assumes that we have a certain way that we want things to go. And if they don't go that way, then we are going to start beating ourselves up for not doing it right. Or we beat up the Reiki for not working properly or something. Um, And really what's happening is this evolutionary flow of life. And whatever other belief system we want to put on top of it is a very personal thing. That's, That's fine, as long as it's not creating more suffering. So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, If anyone's got any comments, please feel free to jump in. Okay. So then what I, what I would suggest is as we go into this meditation, this healing, um, then we're just asking for healing for ourselves, but we'll also play around with, with a little bit of a focus of attention, because that can be quite fun actually, as we do this, because you can see that Reiki, like everything, has many, many different layers and levels to it, depending on how we focus. So we'll start off hands in gasho like this for the Reiki attunement. So what we do with the attunement is we uh, call the Reiki in. Now, for those of you who haven't tried a self-attunement before, this can be quite fun, but it's also as we're in the group as well, as we're all holding that intention, uh, it can be quite a lovely experience. And even if you just feel a settling in your system, that's also fine as well. I'm going to stop my video as I do this. And then I'll pop back up uh, at the end as well. So bringing hands in Gasho prayer pose in front of your heart center. And we just start off by grounding ourselves. So just starting to tune in to the breath, every exhale, starting to relax down the body. Just checking in on the, the face, the eyes, the jaw. Relaxing the shoulders down. Checking in on the belly, making sure you're not holding extra tension around the tummy area. And then all the way down into the feet. If the feet are on the floor, you're just feeling the pressure of the floor. And then bringing your attention back up to the crown chakra right at the top of the head. And imagine you have a thousand petaled lotus right on top of the crown. Just imagine it's opening, blooming. And as it blooms, as you inhale, invite the Reiki attunement to come in all the way down into the heart center. And you could imagine it as a stream of light or energy. And with every exhale, you invite that energy down through the arms into the hands, seeing if you can feel the hands activate. For some, it might be a tingling sensation or heat, or simply a greater awareness of the fingers and the pressure of the palms.
And then whenever you're ready, just placing your hands on the body, palms down so that you can feel your hands somewhere on the body, whether it's your thighs, whether it's your tummy, your chest. And as you make contact, you're starting to become aware of the hands. The contact with any material of your clothing, or if it's directly on your skin, just noticing the skin, the pressure. Notice if there's any tingling or physical sensations, heat, cooling. So by doing this, we're activating the more physical aspects of Reiki, part of Reiki that helps us to do our physical healing, whether that's helping with our pain, helping to heal wounds or injuries faster. See if you can get in touch with that. It might even feel wherever you're making contact, whether that's your thighs or your belly or chest, wherever your hands are. To see if you can feel the Reiki getting deeper into the tissues, maybe spreading outwards a little bit, out into the surrounding cells, Remembering to keep breathing and relaxing. And then we're going to start to activate Reiki's ability to move and travel through time and space. You're inviting the Reiki to very gently diffuse through the body. You might invite it downwards towards the feet. Notice if there's any change in the sensations down the legs, into the feet themselves. And inviting the Reiki to go up through the torso, into all the organs, into the lungs, shoulders, Sometimes people can experience this as a heating up of the body or tingling or simply a feeling of calming, relaxing waves. It 
Right, get the Reiki to travel from your hands up into the arms, the elbows, up into the shoulders that way. All the way up into the head, the mind, soothing the thinking. The whole body is now active. The Reiki is flowing through all the cells, the nervous system, the lymphatic system, up and down the spine. Bringing a feeling of well-being. Inviting the body to reset and harmonize. Any areas of the body experiencing pain or tension, you're just breathing into it, just allowing a relaxation as best you can. not allowing the mind to activate any extra suffering. Pain is pain. It can be there. Now we're going to bring the, our attention to another level of Reiki, more etheric or energetic level, whereby the Reiki is simply universal life force. And we do this simply by noticing the boundaries of our own body and the environment around us. Just seeing if we can allow that to merge So what that means is just letting go of the mental constraints. You'll notice that you have to have a certain picture of yourself in order to visualize yourself as a body. Just very gently letting that go and just seeing if you can be with the sensations without any physical boundary. If you're noticing tingling, simply notice the tingling without attributing it to your hands or a certain part of the body. If you're noticing your breath, see if you can notice the breathing itself as a simple action, not geographic, not visualizing the chest rising and falling, 
simply breathing. If you notice your feet or the pressure on the floor. See if you can simply be with the pressure, letting go of any imagery of the floor. Letting go of time, of space, all of these concepts. might become aware of a background hum. Certain noises in your environment. And again, just seeing if you can be with the noise without any kind of directionality. Just letting it be everywhere. Seeing if you can relax a little deeper into this very extended, expanded, spacious feeling. Just noticing even if the mind is still thinking and busy, there's also a level of contentment peace no need to strive or grasp at anything everything simply is sounds arising feelings and sensations arising thoughts arising and subsiding, very natural. You don't make it happen, 
You don't make it go away. Everything is just simply happening without any effort on your part. And very gently just starting to bring your awareness a little bit closer again into the physical body. You might begin to notice the sensations of the body as more geographical. Your hands become your hands again. Your feet on the floor. The image of your body starts to form again. Noticing the breathing in the chest, rising and falling. As you're breathing, just allowing your sensations to start to flow. You might very gently start to stretch your fingers, your toes. Sway the spine back and forth. Raise your arms above your head, give them a little stretch and a little wiggle all the way down your spine. And whenever you're ready, opening your eyes.